0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of eating, drinking, restaurants, cooking, and general fun and enjoying yourself at the table or wherever it is that you like to eat. Our telephone number is 260 260-6368 If you can't remember that and uh, it's easy to understand why maybe you can't uh, here's another way of looking at it 260-menu assuming all of your buttons have the right numbers uh, or the right letters on them. I had a phone once that didn't. It had uh, all the, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4 uh, and ABC DEF, but It was on, all of them were on the wrong button, and uh, what good does that do you? I kept it for years and years. As a matter of fact, I still have it. It's up there. Do you see it up there? It looks like a phone from the uh, 19-teens or something. Uh, 260-6368. We've entered the second half of our program, uh, or if you listen to the late- version of it we uh, keep on going all the way till uh, seven o'clock at night you know what we do from three until five goes back on the radio at 105.3 FM HD2 and you get a chance to uh, listen to it again in case you missed it the first time through I am not saying uh, suggesting that uh, you would be well served to listen to the same thing twice uh, that would be a little ridiculous but uh... who knows some people do like uh, like to do ridiculous things two six oh six three six eight uh... our the first caller of the day uh... had a great question we were talking about mosques or mosques as the family actually pronounces it although uh, i think most people around new orleans say mosques how do you say it mosques or mosques anyway Uh, Someone called about that. That was our first caller of the day, but we haven't had another one since, so we need you right now. This isn't, you know, some huge emergency or anything, but uh, without people calling into our program and asking things or telling about things or just uh, uh, having a a brief conversation, uh, all of this is essential to keeping our show going. And if I could compare it with something, uh, let's say – you're uh, you're going to the grocery store, and you you see a, a guy you know because you were in the same school uh, with him uh, 20 years ago. You haven't seen him since. You have a conversation that begins there. No one has a script to this conversation. Nobody gave it any previous thought. You just said, "Hey, great to see you." And then you have a conversation about whatever it is you get on to first, and it just keeps bouncing around until you have to move on to your next stop. That's what I'm asking you to do. Just call me, and if you have nothing to say and just said Hi, Tom, Uh, I don't have anything to say, really. I will uh, mention something, and you will very likely have an opinion on this. You don't have to. I'm not this isn't something where you have to hit some sort of goal uh, i just want you to call our program that's all i'm asking and i really really would appreciate it because if no one calls the show will die and that's necessary and it, you know it doesn't take anything just call me right now and just stop and think of what's the first what's the first word that comes to your mind and the first word i had because I was staring right at the th- at my screen was uh, Saki. <laughs> Believe it or not, who who is over there on the green fun? Clyde, Clyde, welcome to the food show. Hi, Tom. Hi, come on in, have a seat.
2: Okay, so breakfast. All right, so breakfast. here's your choice. I love breakfast. am going to give you. Okay, well, I'm going to give you a choice. All right. French toast, waffles, or pancakes.
1: Oh well, if if uh, if du was available, I'd go for that.
2: Well, Pamper du is the same thing yeah. as French toast,
1: right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. Just making it so. Clear. so yeah. <laughs> well, no, so, you, you know, no. This this has a real meaning here in New Orleans more than in other places. What we call French toast in New Orleans is great. What they call uh, uh, French toast in most of the rest of America
2: blows. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> it's not <Well. laughs> the same thing.
2: Well, only yeah. because you call it pain perdu versus French pain-per-due. toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> give me a good way to make a delicious French toast. You're asking the right guy,
1: and here's okay, why. Okay, there you go. All right. My mother, whose birthday was last Friday, on on Washington's birthday, a right. fantastic right, right. cook, a fantastic cook. And she made for us whenever she was in the mood to do so. She made what she called pamper do or, or Right. T- uh, or, or yeah. And and the way she did it, she did not use French bread. That's that's the strangest thing about this. My mother was really a cliche New Orleans cook. Red beans on Monday, the whole thing, you know, okra on seafood gumbo uh, and on the chicken gumbo you always had filet instead. I mean, she followed all of those rules, including this one. She just took regular white sliced bread, and she would uh, fry it. Oh, oh, no, wait, wait, I'm missing a step here. She would soak it in the custard that you make to make all of this uh, well. So you have a a mixture of of eggs, cream or or regular milk, some vanilla, uh, cinnamon, no, it's uh, you hardly have to even think about this very hard. But you drench this this uh, this uh, bread in that, and then you put it in about oh three quarters of an inch deep of regular frying oil. I would use if it were me. I would use um, canola canola oil because it doesn't have any taste at all. Which is right, what you want. Right, right, right. And then she would okay. cook it until it would brown, and she would flip it over and do the other side until it was brown, and then it came to the table like lava. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> what well, you could not stop eating this stuff. It was fantastic. And whenever I have people over I for love. brunch, we always do that. I do it as a dessert, actually. It uh, it it's okay, uh, wonderful. You,
2: do you do you slice the French or the pamper Duke diagonally or horizontally? No, a whole
1: slice of, of white bread, just plain old white bread.
2: Yeah, I know, but uh, do so, you slice it diagonally no. or
1: not? Or, no, no, we don't you slice just, it at all. We just uh, we just put put it in there and then eat it.
2: Yeah. So do you put yeah. uh, powdered sugar on top?
1: You yeah, put a, powdered sugar on top, and if you don't have any, just put regular sugar. And All if right. you really want to get exotic about it, put some uh, real, actual—no kidding around—maple syrup. Not the yeah, I love not, maple syrup. Not the yeah, odor, yeah, yeah. Not the awful stuff.
2: Uh, okay, well, Coyne. I would go into pancakes, but I'll, I'll save that for later. What kind of mm-hmm. ingredients you like for your pancakes? But mm-hmm. I'll let another caller come in. So anyway, What's, thanks. Uh,
1: before you get away, if I may ask you, uh, what what is your favorite restaurant to go to for uh, breakfast, or or do you always do it at home?
2: I always do it at home.
1: Oh, you do? Okay. Well, nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah. No, no. And I always was curious. And I'm not a big waffle fan at all. No, I just no. not a. I'm just not a waffle fan. But I can do well, a pancake. Blue blueberry pancakes are my mm, favorite. But yeah. but we always we cook a lot at home, so it's more fun that way. Oh yeah.
1: Well, thank you very much for calling. Nice hearing from you. Bye. Bye. It's the Food Show. Yeah. Bill is here. Bill, welcome to the Food Show. Thank you for calling. Hey Tom.
3: Hi. Okay, I was heard you talking about Moscow. and I was wondering. uh, At one time, I was able to buy Mosca spices at Mm. at uh, at at, I found it at Dornachs one time. They had like a chicken grande and and a shrimp, and it was excellent. And I used it quite often, and even would use it for a salad dressing or uh, saute my shrimp in it and stuff like that. It it was really good. It came with olive oil, but I'm over here in Slidell now. I didn't know you knew anybody that might carry it. I
1: I have not seen that in a long time, and uh, but I remember it very well because it was Nick Mosca who put that together and he actually owned for it for purposes of of having all that stuff in a jar uh... he he owned that and mosca's you know they gave him a free ride and he did it backwards but uh, he was the first one to get out there and say you can't call it oysters mosca or shrimp mosca you have to call it because that's our name and they, they had had it copyrighted and everything so uh that's uh that's the story nick mosca is long gone T- terrific guy just a, f- a fantastic guy and um, and that's that
3: i just didn't know okay well i was uh, it's been you know a couple of years since i, I I've uh, been over there. I knew the Dornex had it at uh, one time, but on yeah. the north shore, I just haven't seen it. You know, uh, I, I know haven't seen it.
1: it I haven't seen it anywhere lately, and and uh, I go looking for these things, uh, especially lately, because uh, I'm now doing uh, voiceovers for uh, for Dornex and Dornex okay. i remember that they used to have it it used to be a big selling th- item for uh, item for them but I, I have not seen it anywhere in quite a while I
3: don't know, maybe one of your listeners know yeah maybe anyway, so was, um, that's I'm why now, we have this I, so, you know they, they have a million of those different kind of spices this guy spice that yeah. one all kinds yeah. of seasonings on, but I, I, it was particularly one of the better ones that i'd ever used you know so.
1: well it was the real yeah, recipe anyway. I mean, it, yeah, and believe me, he knew it because he was the one who invented it. So uh, I,
3: know, I tell you, what, uh, I know you but, put it on some shrimp in a saute pan, and it, it was excellent. So, okay, I just wanted to know if you did. Thank you, Tom.
1: Good question. Thank you for calling. See ya. It's the Food Show. Yeah. that Nick Nick Mosca. Uh, most people who remember him remember him as the guy who ran uh, the uh, Elmwood plantation for a very long time. Uh, a really sharp guy in terms of cooking and everything, and uh, always ran a just a great, great restaurant. I always thought it was anyway. Uh, the Elmwood's Plantation. You know what? What was really interesting about that place was that the food was great. Okay, that's a given. But their prices were like ridiculously low. You know what? If we get a long enough break, I'm gonna pull over here and. And see if I have in my pile of, of books, uh, I have a number of books that uh, have information about restaurants that are long gone. I, I've written several of them myself, so I know that there's such a thing out there. But uh, uh, some of them might have some info that I'm not remembering, which is certainly easily enough. Two six zero oh, six three six eight. Now, if you Google Mosca's. Google Moscas. Yes, yeah? you will happens?
4: find that on their yeah. site they have the actual recipe for shrimp mosca, Oh, I chicken that. A la grande, chicken yep. cacciatore, and roast potatoes. So those are the four mm. things that they are. Ah, that I'd forgotten most about those
1: potatoes. For. Those potatoes were something else. Mm-hmm. That was uh, a terrific recipe.
4: Yes. So, so it's it's sure. all right there, and uh, all the ingredients are listed of uh, the how to cook it at home if you want to do that and save a trip yeah. over to the West Bank, you know.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what whether that's a saving or not, because part of the uh, the fun of going to Mosca's or Mosques either one, uh, was the people you would see there. And these were just not, you know, friends of yours from a long time ago. A lot of the people who you see at Mosca's would be some very high-end kind of people. Uh, everybody knows them you'll see people going from table to table saying hello to one another that's i love to see that because that means i think we can all figure out what that means because it was uh, all it was a social kind of a place and that's why you go out to eat isn't it that, that's why i go out to eat i go out to it, it, hoping i run into people i know and i usually do i have uh, among the various little relics I have in my uh, my office over here at the Cool Water Ranch, I have this wonderful old sign that used to be in a bar somewhere. I don't know what bar. Never was able to figure that out. But I was uh, going to the uh, – the, uh, uh, what, what the, 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 there's a name for this uh, – Uh, There there was a, a, you wouldn't call it junk because a lot of it was good, but it was uh, the the flea market. That's it. The flea market uh, in, in, uh, in the French market back, this would have been in the mid to late 1970s. And I bought two things there in one day. One of them was an old style radio from the 30s, 1930s. It stands about four feet high. It doesn't work anymore. Although I, there was a time when it did work, uh, and it was really a beautiful sound. Just had this big, big speaker in it and everything. But uh, I paid seventy-five dollars for that. I hate to think of what it's worth now. And um, I also, for about five or ten dollars, I bought this great sign uh, for legal for regal beer. Excuse me. Do you know why they call it regal beer? By the way, it's lager spelled backwards. Uh, anyhow, I, w- I was just looking up over here to see if that Regal beer was exclusively a New Orleans brand. And just going online and looking for this, I was n- n- not able to turn up anything except from here. So I think it really was a New Orleans item. Anyway, I figured out a way to p- put a light in the middle of it. It had one, but it was an old-fashioned thing. And when it burned out, I could never get it alive again. But I figured out a way to do it with a night light. And I stuck it in there, and it makes the uh, glass of wine, uh, glass of excuse me, of beer just shine. So uh, I, I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you. Regal beer, the never hurried beer. That was their slogan. They did have one funny thing about this gizmo, and that was in the background there were mountains covered with snow. Now you and I both know there ain't no mountains around here. And no snow neither. So where'd that come from? Maybe they bought it from somebody else. That might be it. Two six zero six three six eight. Anybody have any ideas about that? Anybody have any ideas about anything? If you uh, if you're just hanging around, you don't know what to do. You're on your way home uh, from work, or you are uh, getting ready for dinner. You're cooking dinner, uh, and you want something interesting to listen to. Listen to us. And I'll tell you how we can make it uh, better and better moment by moment. You go ahead and call me, too, because what what will happen is that you'll tell me something that, that I have no idea about. Uh, and so, oftentimes this will be something really interesting. Most of the time it is. And I'm not asking you to ask answer a question, or I'm not giving you a report on any restaurant or any recipe. I'm just telling you, Just call me. Don't worry about anything else. Just call me on the air. We will have a conversation. It will be fun. At the end of it, you will have a smile on your face. You will remember this as the day when you called me on the radio. And all of that is uh, just tremendously appealing to me anyway. I don't know how you feel about it. But why don't you give it a whirl, you know? Call us, 260-6368. It is essential uh, in the, for the history of this radio station, even though this radio show, even though we've been on for over 30 years now, uh, who knows how long it can go. Uh, but one thing I'm in, in great need of right now is callers. We have lots of people listening. We know that. Everything seems to be cool. Lots and lots of people listening to us. But we don't have enough people calling us on the air. And whenever any one person calls us on the air, That usually brings two, three, four other people in with other matters on their minds. All of that is great. That's what I'm after. It does require you to call our show, 260-6368. You don't have to give me a big long thing. It doesn't have to be grime-sounding. It doesn't have to be anything. All I'm looking for is that you're here. Please, 260-6368, 260-MENU. And who's there? Nobody? Somebody. We need somebody. Somebody's Somebody's about to call us, but they say, ah, to hell with this. No. no call, go, follow through on it. 260 Sandy is here. Sandy, you don't know how happy I am <laughs> that you are here. Now I'm even happier because we have discovered that you are indeed a girl.
4: Yes. Thank you.
1: Because, uh, uh, you know, Sandy could be... Just about anything. Yeah, it could
4: be, yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister-in-law used to date a boy, and his name was Sandy.
1: Oh, okay. that was confusing, I'll bet.
4: That had to be, yes.
1: No no embarrassing uh, events as a result of that, you know, because of that, huh?
4: Yeah. We, well, we, we, yeah.
1: we hope not, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Listen, I have a question. Um, right. What is the proper way to, when you, you get your loaf of bread and everything, and um, you get a couple slices, mm-hmm. and when you close it up, do you close it with having air in it or squeeze it and get the air out? Oh,
1: wait. Oh, what are we talking about? Are we talking about? Bread. The, oh, bread. A,
4: a loaf of a, bread. But
1: just a loaf of bread. Okay.
4: Right, right.
1: And and I'm not sure I understand what you're asking. Okay, so you have a loaf of bread. You have a slice of, of, of bread in your hand.
4: And I'm going to close up the bags.
1: You're going to close do up I the bag? Oh, the I see what you mean.
4: Well, I'll do I leave the do. air in it or not?
1: No, I push as much air out of it as I possibly can.
4: See, that's what I do. I'm yeah. thinking it'll stay fresher longer than if yeah. I let that air in there because the, the moisture and stuff is eventually would get around yeah. the crust and make it crusty.
1: Uh, you're absolutely right. You, but there is another issue here, and that is that that is very different from one kind of bread to another. Like the 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 bread that I eat most is this fifteen grain whole grain uh, bread. Yeah. I, I think uh, Pepperidge Farm puts it out, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yes.
4: Yes. Uh,
1: that is a great product. I've never had it go bad on me. Never. Uh, but yeah. what I do is. It, it has two skins. You know, they have uh, the bag that it's kind of surrounded with, but then right. on the inside is, a, is the one that's Another made of cellophane. Yeah. yeah. And so I push that one uh, down to the bottom of the big bag, and then I kind of move everything around there to completely cover it on top, and then I give it a spin with one hand while I hold it with the other hand, and then I put a little wire thing around yeah. the edge of it. and that And it does have a little suction in it. After you do yes. that. But the less air you have in any product that goes bad is the, you know, that's what brings it down. Uh, but it really works on that kind of bread anyway. Uh, not as well on some other whole wheat breads because, uh, you know, they, I guess there it's must the be an texture, the way they so.
4: cook, the way they're made. Uh, I think there you might know.
1: be an ingredient uh, that's in there. So yeah. we're helping that yeah. along. So.
4: Well, good. I won
1: the yeah. bet. Well, good for you. How much was it? Oh,
4: just to say, I told you so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my husband and I complain. But we we, we are the time. He doesn't close you, your it. Your husband doesn't complains? I burp him. Huh? You burp him? Yes. Say, I call it, I'm burping it. <laughs> yes. Wait, I call, you, I'm burping you, it. you say that? Yes. I'm burping I'm getting the air out. Oh, oh. Okay, a baby yeah. to get the air out.
1: Yeah. well yeah, sure. You got to do that.
4: Okay. Okay. But, but no, for a he always here, leaves I, it open.
1: I thought you were saying that you did it to your husband, burped him. I mean.
4: Oh no! <laughs> no, I punch him. No, I, I, give him, I give him a whack every now and then when he he gets out of line.
1: That's funny. That's just how it is in my house too. Well,
4: you've been married a good while. Thirty years. Yeah. Yep. I'm almost fifty.
1: Yeah. Well.
4: You well, know,
1: uh, I, you you I sound like you're happy that. about it, and I can tell you that oh, I am. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Well, I thank mm-hmm. you for the um, the answer. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, that was a
1: good one. See now, this is now we're getting somewhere. Somebody else call and call up with something good like that. Two six zero six three six eight. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Drink Regal beer, if you can find it. We're in the part of the program where uh, we uh, customarily get lots of calls and. What do we have now? Do we have anything right now? Uh, We'll call right now and you'll get right in. But we really do need you to call in. and, And listen, this is a new idea that we started up about two weeks ago. It has been working very well. And it's simply this. Call me. You don't need to have a question to ask. You don't need to have a comment you want to make. You can if you want, by the way. If there's something that's been on your mind and you just wanted to get it off, or if you wanted to ask about something, please go right ahead and do it. But if you don't uh, have anything particular nailed down, call us anyway, because you know about things that I don't know about, that no one listening to us here on the radio knows about. But we'd love to uh, share that with people, and I'm sure sure you would like to share your knowledge, too. So call us, 260-6368. And uh, also, while I was waiting for you to give us that call, and and by the way, 260-MENU will also get you up there and running. And uh, uh, one more thing, uh, if, if you are short of time, you only have like 30 seconds or a minute or something, it is worthwhile for you to call us and you can get off quickly if you need to okay all right now right, listen to this <clears throat> today in 1859 the idea of this insanity defense strategy was first used to establish the innocence of a defendant in a courtroom little did the lawyer know that uh, or guess that his innovation would appear in a dining venue Years ago, I complained, <laughs> this this really happened to me. There was a restaurant, on, it was on Royal Street, uh, I can't remember the name of it, I don't think it's there anymore anyway, so uh, anyway, I go to this restaurant, and uh, I ordered a couple of things, and it, it, let's just say it wasn't what you could call a really great dinner, but it wasn't terrible either. Uh I complained about this this dish in this little French Quarter restaurant, now long gone. Uh, The dish paired up flounder and pralines. Okay, get your your head around that. Flounder, you know, nice big fish, very mild in its flavors, very low in fat. Really a good fish, great to stuff with crab meat and all that. That was one thing. Uh, But. The other part of the recipe was pralines, so they had pralines on flounder, and I didn't think much of it. And uh, when the waiter came back to the table after uh, he had given my comment along to, to along to the chef, uh, the manager said, "Well, we'll just take it off the check because the chef pleads insanity." <laughs> a true story uh the the insanity part of it would be to put pralines on a flounder <laughs> but that's exactly what he said I thought that was uh well at least it was to me a, a pretty funny uh pretty funny line now you have a the botanist chef? on your
4: site too don't you the a botanist yes mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do mr Donald McLean. oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah
1: hmm is, that the, the, is is this today? Wait a minute. Yep, today. Uh, Scott, uh-huh. He was a botanist, a Scottish born guy. today in 1922. But it's not the same Donald McLean that
4: we know, is it? I uh, no. We have we have no. another Don McLean with with a food reference too. You yeah, know? but yeah, uh, it's, that's what it's, I was thinking.
1: Yes, uh huh. That's was it was a different day, or you know what what was the deal there? Oh, brother! Here it is. I never did like this song. 1973, I think. 73, 74, around then. You know, it's funny, uh, because my daughter and I were talking about stuff yesterday, and I I introduced her to the Big Bopper, who was uh, part of this massacre that's being described right now with this song. I'll let you endure the
4: listening to it. It's a great song for Monday.
1: It is, you know, uh, it, it, we. It, it's. I'm not kidding. My daughter and I were talking about this very thing yesterday. She had never heard of the Big Bopper. The Big Bopper was uh, on the on Chantilly that, lace and a pretty face. Chantilly lace and, and then, uh, but there was another one, and it was it was the most famous of the three. But I couldn't remember his name. Um, so you had the guy who did the uh, M- Mamba. Wait, wait. What was it?
4: The, um, the big bopper, we had La Bamba, the, La Bamba, which was... Uh, La,
1: Bamba. Yeah, La, La Bamba, La 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 Bamba, who was that? That was uh, Richie Havens. Richie Havens, and then you had the guy who re- really was the biggest star of uh, this trio, and uh, I had a, a 45 record of one of the, his biggest hits that I sold for a huge amount of money to a, uh, to a record store some years ago but I can't remember his name. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who it is, but I'm going to let
4: you flounder.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, especially if I can have some pralines on the flounder. Oh, that'd be good. So we'll see what we Uh, can do, yeah. What
4: was wrong with that? I mean, you know, a little little savory, a little sweet. Oh, Oh, you had to
1: be there. You had to try it. It was awful. It was dreadful. (laughs) And, uh, and I told him so, and uh, and, then, and the manager said, I'm sorry, sir. I mean, I, I I know I've said this three times already, but I'm sorry, sir. The chef pleads insanity. <laughs> I think more chefs ought to plead insanity every now and then. <laughs> you know, that maybe they ought to put it on the menu. They ought to actually try to come up with a dish for which it appears that the chef was insane when he came up with that dish. That would kind of give you an idea where the restaurant was going cuz probably everything else was probably pretty good, who knows. Yeah. 260 so, so we you're not going to tell me the the other uh, the other guy who died on the day the music died. Well, it was Richie Valens. He well, yeah, but, well the, the this was bopper. the guy with the big big glasses. Uh-huh. Big Bopper. He, right? The okay. big bopper no, is the big bopper and and uh, Richie guy? And, and then, and then, one then Buddy who? Buddy Holly.
4: There you go. There we go.
1: Now we got Finally it. got it, did you? It's the Food Show. Well, I got half of it, if mm-hmm. that. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's great to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and wine and cooking and, and all of that. 260-6368 is our telephone number. 260-MENU is a easier way to do it. Uh, without getting too, too serious about this, We are in need of people to call us on the air right now about anything or nothing. Think of uh, the last time you bumped into a friend of yours at the grocery store or uh, or in a restaurant or something and you talk for a couple of minutes, you didn't have a script to do that. You hadn't thought about it in advance. There was no need to do that. Nobody needs to do that. You can just start a conversation with somebody you run into, and it'll be as uh, nice as as if you had been given a script. So we don't, uh, you know, that's what I'm after. I want somebody to call who wasn't thinking about calling any radio show today. He's just calling uh, because he knows that between he and me, we can come up with something uh, kind of interesting. So, would you? Let's let's get this this sucker going here. Two six zero six three six eight. Call right now. You'll get right in. This will not take long, unless you want it to take a while. In which case, we'll give you as much time as you want, within reason, of course. So please, we have ten minutes left to go. Platz, plenty of time to talk about all kinds of stuff. Two six zero six three six eight. Don't sit there and try to think of something to say first. Just call the number. Get over here. I promise you we will not turn this into any kind of fiasco. Uh, You will uh, have enjoyed it at the end of it, and you'll remember it as uh, something different that you did on this day. So uh, please, we'd love to hear from you. It makes a huge, huge difference in our ability to make this an entertaining program every day. And uh, I, I know I'm maybe getting a little too serious about it, but uh, that's the story. Love to hear from you right now. Call me, please. 260-6368. If you've never called a, a radio show before, don't worry about it. Just do it. 260-6368. Nothing's going to happen that you'll regret. 260-6368. 260 Menu. Let's see. Getting back to uh, getting back to celery again. Did you know that there is a town by the name of Celeryville? This is a, a big day for celery for some reason. Uh, it's in Ohio, north central part of the state. It's on the south side of Willard, which is another uh, place. It's you know a large uh, area of farms, mostly growing corn. But they historically did grow a lot of celery in the area un- uh, until, uh, well, who knows when. Uh, they have a restaurant there. It's the 224 Varsity Club, which um, with a menu ranging from steaks to pizza and a sports bar. Oh, boy. Let's see. Who is there? I'm sorry. Somebody's there, I think. Uh, Hello. Well, if, if you're on hold, that's you. Uh, welcome to our show.
5: Hello. Can you hear
1: me? Hi, I can hear you fine. Mike, welcome. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you.
5: Just a little restaurant report. Uh, I'm from right. the Ponchatoula area, Ponchatoula area.
1: I'm hearing and lots and, uh, and lots of things, a lot of new restaurants around Ponchatoula.
5: Well, it's good and bad and, th- and this yeah, town. I mean, we have a we have several Mexican restaurants, and then we have a new restaurant. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It just opened up called Rue and Brew. Have you ever heard Brew
1: of and Brew. That's an interesting mm-hmm. name,
5: anyway. At any rate, yeah. long story short, uh, I went there uh, last week and uh, ordered some uh, raw oysters. Yeah. And I was embarrassed for them. I really was. Oh, yeah? They were mm. they were as small as you can get. Mm. And, I mean, this is just the season.
1: Yeah, this is the season. And They're really yeah. nice right
5: now. I even asked him. I said, "Well, if I had these chopped rolled, these would be little to nothing." Yeah. And uh, the manager had didn't have an excuse, but he gave me uh, three more oyster as a as a lanyap because they're oh, so well, small. That's that's fair enough. You yeah, know,
1: it is. That, but I, you'd rather that you have them all perfect, but if, at least you, it shows that they're trying and they're not uh, they're not just being stupid about it.
3: Uh,
5: but my question is. Why do some, obviously, the supplier is the answer, but why do some have nice oysters? Because I can go to Drago's or Acme Oyster House and get perfect oysters at a decent size, and I go over here, and they're just little bean shear oysters. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, the the likely reason for that, and this is something Tommy Satanovich from Drago's uh, told me once, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I noticed that, he always was publishing his recipe for the, the grilled oysters, which he invented, and now it's the hottest dish in any of any kind around uh. here. And he said, well, they might have my recipe, and that is the real recipe, but the one thing they don't have is they don't have my oysters. A- and the deal uh. is, for many years... That that family has made many many friends in the, in the throughout the whole area where oysters are are taken uh, to market, mm. and because but, of that, you know they, they pay the they pay the extra money too. Uh, they you know uh, they want the good oysters, and other restaurants, you know, if it's not their big deal, they might say, well, you know, we'll, we'll just skate by on this and hope for the best. But I th- I think that's all there is to it. But the fact that they were uh, that they were willing to give you a little something in exchange, I I think that's fair enough. I, I,
5: yeah, I mean we even have we even have a Don's uh, uh, seafood place. They have one in Metairie. They have one here uh, in Hammond as well. Yeah. And they're they're really, I mean, compared to an Acme or a, a Drago's, they're considerably smaller.
1: Yeah, and, well, uh, and I was uh, never, I was never a big fan of that place anyway, so I'm not surprised.
5: Of uh, what? Don's or actually
1: Don's? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. there's something going on there because it's always packed. Uh, but right. But it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, they, they do have one dish there that I think is pretty unusual. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it was. Uh, they, they roasted big shrimp with this very spicy sauce, and I think there was some cheese in it, too, if I remember mm. correctly. And it would come out really, really hot, uh, both in the sense of stove hot and pepper hot. And I thought that was a great dish, but that's about the only thing that's ever turned me on about that uh, that place. Uh-huh. They have one also in Covington. and go there every now and then.
5: So I, I guess my question is, so, the suppliers for these seafood places, um, I, I guess they're, they're paying top dollar for the oysters versus well, someone like that, a Don's or someone they're paying well, half price. That, you know, there I you know. go.
1: I mean, I, I remember uh, a long time ago the old Tepataries restaurant, which I don't know if that's before your time or not, but uh, they had on their menu, they had an oyster bar. But you could get just their regular oysters, or you could get select oysters, which would be big ones. And yeah. and you'd pay extra for it. So it's just a matter of, you know, what's it worth to you, buddy?
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
1: know? And <laughs> well, I don't think well, that was any
5: uh, evil on their part, though. That
1: seems okay to me.
5: You, you you would just think that they'd be getting these oysters around the. I mean... Well, They're getting them at the same place, aren't they? I mean, that's what I understand. Uh, well, yes and no. No, there, are, there are, you know,
1: there's there are differences from one area to another, and uh, there's another thing going on, and that is, uh, up and down Highway 50, no, 51, you know, the old nineteen fifty one, going all the way to Mississippi. There is a large number of uh, oyster processing plants. There are a a large number of processing plants all along there, especially in the town of, of, oh, gosh, it starts with an A. It's right up the way a little bit. But anyway, they they have oyster packing uh, companies there that bring in a tremendous number of oysters, but I would imagine they're not the very, very, very best that you can buy. Uh, I'm sure they're okay, but you know, you, the, then you have the good ones. It's like everything else in life, I guess. It's the so difference you, between a uh, a Chevy and a uh, Rolls, you know.
5: Well, it's kind of. Do you make the relation like crawfish? I mean, sometimes you get uh, Bell River crawfish, yeah. and then you, and sometimes you get nice size, and yeah. and then uh,
1: uh, same story. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh it's Mother Nature. Mother Nature, you can't argue with.
5: Well, I can tell you, I was so embarrassed for those people. When they brought oh, those, well. I ordered a dozen oysters. I'm telling you, Tom, they had a couple that were maybe just a little bigger than my thumbnail. And I'm like, are uh-huh. you serious? Yeah. This is this is the season for oysters. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm paying for this? Yeah, no, I was well, embarrassed for yeah. them. So. Yeah, well.
1: <clears throat> All right. Well, nice talking All right, to you. thank you. Thanks for All dropping right. in. Well, we've come to the end of our program. Oh, this uh, this continues to work, I'm telling you. We were really struggling for a while there, but now, uh, now we're getting somewhere. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Food Show. Between now and then, I will get to work uh, doing outrageous things that I can talk about tomorrow. Huh? I hope you uh, have a nice dinner tonight. I plan on doing so if I can make it happen. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, and I hope you have a great uh, uh Start tomorrow. or you, How about breakfast tomorrow? Just for the heck of it. Start off a little early and go have some waffles or something.
0: Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.